Hi, welcome to back to Rorick Knows podcast. I'm Dr. Rorick. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon in Dallas, Texas, helping you become a better you. So what's the rage now about fillers and then removal of fillers? And I will tell you that the filler fad, of course, is fading. And no one epitomizes that more than Madonna. You know, Madonna has had a lot of plastic surgeries. Some of it has been quite good, but as you can see, recently she's had quite a bit of what appears to be some non-surgical uh, additions, including fillers to her face. And is that really something that we want to advocate or is really the rage? I think it's faded, and that's not a look that actually is enduring or something that I think people want to aspire to have. And really, it started with the rise of the filler mania to now the rise of the pillar, the pillow face, which really kind of takes away your natural fe features and just gives you that stay puff marshmallow look. And that's not a look people like or, or aspire to have. And, and, you know, certainly as we age, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, is that when we age, we actually lose fat on our face, and there's a certain time period, maybe from our, you know, 30s to 40s to early 50s, you can use fillers to help soften that as long as you don't overdo them. But the pillow face syndrome is very prevalent in Hollywood and everywhere else because it just looks unnatural. It looks weird. And I see patients like this a lot, especially uh, from you know, spas and other parts of the world, you know, their, their nose looks like an avatar nose. They have a pout in their, in their the trout pout, and their neck and face don't match, and they got a puffy, overdone face and malar area, and it just looks unusual. And, and I think that, I think a lot of us need to, you know, sort it out and say, what is the aesthetic normal? Have we changed it with the social media? Have we gone too far? Have we really made it look that, that says, wow, the overdone lip is a good thing? I don't, I don't think that's a good thing to do. And I'm really proud of what Kylie, uh, you know, Jenner had just said recently is that, listen, she is um, unhappy that she had her lips done. And now recently she said she should not have done her breast augmentation. So I think she's one of the first Kardashians to actually say that She's had plastic surgery, so kudos to her. I mean, of course, we know all the others have had it too, but uh, no one seems to admit it except Kylie, so I, my hat's off to her. So looking weird is not looking natural, and I think that the pillow face doesn't look natural. So let's just briefly go back to say why that doesn't look natural, because when we described how, how we age in the face, it's loss of fat compartments. There are over 22 fat compartments in our face, and we gradually lose them uh, as we age, especially the central facial fat compartments. So the key is you want to restore them. When you look at volume loss as we age, you see that deflation in our temples, in our tear troughs, in our cheeks, and it's good to gently uh, correct them, but not overdo them. So that sign of a youthful full face as we go and age, we get central facial fat loss. All those things uh, are natural, are normal, but you, what you want to do is you want to restore the face enough so that it doesn't look abnormal. 
you know, overdone nose, the avatar nose, overdone lips, the, the, and the chin, and the, and the temples, and all those things, if you overdo them even a little bit, it looks weird, it looks different. So the key is, how do you avoid that? You avoid it by going to someone that truly has an incredible artistic balance, an artistic eye, and has the power to say to you, no. It's very important. I tell my patients all the time, and I just saw a patient this, after, this afternoon, and she had overdone her lips in a spa. And so I said, we need to fix that. And she let me add some hyaluronidase. Because you have to be able to say, you're beautiful, but now I'm focusing more on areas where you've thought you were improving it, but now you're making it stand out as something that's abnormal. So, you know, be very upfront with your patients. And, and your patients will appreciate it if you're honest with them because you say, hey, you're beautiful, but those lips really are a little bit overdone because the lips should never, the upper lip should never be bigger than the lower lip. Okay, and, and you can see that in these patients. And, and a patient like this where the filler is overdone, you know, the upper lip should never protrude out more than the lower lip, except for in a giraffes and orangutans. And, and so you don't want to do that. And I'll tell you, the other myth that's being dispelled as the filler, facial filler fad fades is that facial fillers go away. They don't. Even the hyaluronic acid fillers, they stay a long time. Like this is a five-year-old filler. And can you melt it away? You can't always melt it away, especially in the perioral area, because it's inspissate. It means that it's kind of stuck into your tissue. So I see these types of patients a lot, and they've had so much filler put in, you can't remove it all. And when you do, it's very deflated. So, so the key is, Find a plastic surgeon or an injector that's really going to be honest with you and not in, in overdo you. And, and a really good hallmark of that is look at them. If they've got overdone lips and cheeks, run out of there. Get away. So, But if you go see someone that looks natural, that may be saying, hey, I think I want to have this person inject me because they look good and they don't look overdone. And I think that's really uh, the, the amazing thing. And that's why I see patients that have gone to spas and, and it, it's just saddening because I see them overdone, overfilled. It doesn't look good. And again, when you take a beautiful woman like this and before filler, she looked beautiful. She didn't need hardly anything. And now you have taken away her personality, her beauty, and she just looks like she's had a lot of things done to overfill her face. And you take away her signature aura. And you don't want to do that with a filler. So then there's a rush to remove them. And my question is, why did you put them in there in the first place? Don't do it. So know before you go and always say to yourself, do I really want to do that? And if you're going to do a little, do it incrementally. I probably inject half the amount of fillers that my patients want me to, because I say, let's go slow. Let's see how you look and see me back in a couple of three months. And invariably they say, wow, I love that. You know, my husband, my boyfriend said, you look great. And said, he doesn't know what he did, but you look great. And that's great, that's what you want. You don't want to say, wow, you had a lot of fillers to your face. That's a bad thing. It's like saying, wow, you had a rhinoplasty. 
to me as a plastic surgeon, rhinoplasty expert, that's a bad thing. So, so you shouldn't have a rush to remove fillers. You should have a rush not to put too much in your face. So I would tell you, less is more. And again, find a practitioner that looks good, that hasn't had too much filling in their face, and then let them inject you, uh, especially if you know that they're qualified, whether it's a plastic surgeon, dermatologist, facial plastic surgeon, oculoplastic surgeon, or an incredible nurse injector. I think that's fine, or a nurse practitioner, but know their credentials. And then I think you should be safe. And, and again, when you see um, patients, the beauty of someone where you can actually transform them to another degree, you know, Meg Ryan, that's not necessarily something that you want to say, wow, that's a transformation. It is a transformation, but it's probably not the transformation you want. And I think that over-inflating the aging face just has actually a, a, actually a worse effect of making you look even older and actually looking different. So again, it's all of those things of, it takes away your character. It takes away your characteristic. It takes away your innate beauty. And when you do that, you also then transform that patient into somebody else. And often that somebody else isn't necessarily something you want to have done. And to me, a, pit, a big pet peeve is filler, uh, fillers to the eyelids. I think fillers to the eyelids should be done very, very discreetly. Certainly in this woman that had a lot of fillers to her uh, lower uh, f face and her, in her tear trough, it's devastating. That's very hard to correct. Often it's, it has to be done with surgery. And this is not my patient, but certainly as somebody like this, I would have to do surgery. You can't just melt it out. So you just have to be very careful. Do you want to you know, have that patient that's beautiful and you take away her ability to animate and show her personality? Or you have a patient like this that actually went transformation with a facelift and facial fat augmentation. And I think that's the beauty. You're taking a deflated face and you're filling it with their own fat and doing a facelift. That's the ultimate. And that's the goal, you know, in both cosmetic medicine and cosmetic surgery is that our goal is face protection, not witness protection. So we don't want to stretch and overfill. We, want, we, we don't want to make them look like somebody else and find out, wow, who is that? And don't know who they are unless they sing. That's not a good thing. So is it reversal of that aging or, or is it really making sure that you age gracefully and age beautifully. There are internal and external ways of doing that. Look, this is a neuromod, this is Botox only. And all she had was uh, a Botox um, to her uh, DAOs, which is her lip depressor, and to her upper lip and her eyebrows. And it's transformational because it, it, gave a, it took away her sad look and it made her look natural. And I think that's what you want in the true reversal of, in the science of aging, you want to be able to restore and rejuvenate. And when you, when you say that, you can do things like the quote-unquote liquid facelift. And this is done with, with both the addition of neuromodulators with hyaluronic acid fillers and, and a group of what's called biostimulators that actually stimulate your body to grow collagen, like was done in this patient. And I think that's really natural. Doesn't this look, this looks natural. It looks like a natural, youthful 
face. And all she had was some neuromodulators, Botox, and some biostimulators and hyaluronic acid. And I think those are all good things to do because it looks natural. I think that's what you want. And again, the role of skincare with the use of uh, fillers or or skincare itself is amazing. You can transform these patients. And I think that's really what you want to do. Chemical peels, often it's not only just their peel, but it's also the ability for um, you to add very small amounts of fillers or stimulators to the face. And of course, the obvious question many times is, when do you have to transition to surgery? And the answer is, when you look like you've got jowling, like this beautiful woman on, on the left here, and once you have jowling, you really need to do a facelift because you have to lift it and fill it. And I think that's the beauty of fat. Fat is the best filler by far. It is your own material. It's liquid gold. Remember that. It transforms you. It allows you then to give a beautiful shape to your face and gives you that glow, that youthful glow that looks like it's a wow. You want the wow effect. You want the wow effect of having the facial fat in your face and the filling with the facelift. That's the wow effect you like. And even in younger patients that have undergone uh, early facial aging, you want to get that wow effect by central facial fat augmentation and filling um, and also the deep layer facelift. And I think that's really what, what you aspire to. And we all aspire to that. So the take home lessons on preventing you know, the overdone look and Remember, the filler fad is fading. Thank goodness. Is the five things is less is more. Use HA, hyaluronic acid, over everyone else. Don't use a permanent filler. Don't use silicone. And fillers do not go away. Remember, even if they're hyaluronic acid fillers. And know when to stop. Be conservative. And the power of no, saying no I don't think that will look good on you. And I think that's the most important thing. Say no and say, let's do only part of that and see how you like it in three months. And then we can potentially look at it and do more. So know before you go. Hopefully, this was very helpful to you to become a more educated and smart consumer and a smart you. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of comments and questions about this and so much else. Ask me anything on medicine and plastic surgery. We're helping you become a far, far better you, more educated you, because who's really the best person to guide you? It's really, it's you. You know, do the right thing. Don't do crazy stuff, okay? And that's why I'm here and doing this podcast. Don't do crazy stuff. See you next time.